Uh, I tell you what, I, I can't wait for the Inter Dominion on Saturday mm. night as well. We've got uh, two really interesting finals, and we've now got a little bit more clarity around how they're going to shape up because the barrier draws were held last night on uh, Trot's vision. And uh, off the back of those barrier draws, there were two paces that really shortened up in the market. One was Acnow, and the other one was Honolulu Bay. Um, they're drawn next to each other on the front row, and the driver of Acnow, Jody Quinlan, joins us on the line now. Good morning to you, Jody. Good morning, guys. He was uh, so impressive on Saturday night at Geelong, leading all the way in uh, an incredible performance, really. He seems to be getting better with each run, and he well, he's probably the one to beat on Saturday night now. I hope so. Um, it's not going to be an easy task by no means. There's a lot of great horses in the race, and um, he's sort of surrounded by a fair bit of speed early. But, um, look, his runs have got better and better, and he's sort of... He's, Emma and Clayton have just got him primed at the right time. I mean, he's only a four-year-old, so he's done a big job to do what he has done, and this would hopefully, you think, season him for a better year next year. Charlie, one of the big things about him, you look at the, the three runs over the three different distances and different spacing between it, everything's against the horses, really, but he did whatever you wanted him to do, and that was whether it was lead or if circumstances met, he sat, you know, fourth or further back, whatever. Whatever you want to do with him, he just put in a terrific effort. Yeah, that's right, and um, I've always said for a long time now that you know he's not a one-trick pony like a lot of the media think he is, but he's a leader and a short-course horse and things like that. He, he had never been beaten, you know, through the derby and that over the over the 2600, and he still is unbeaten. Hopefully he takes that with him Saturday night. But um, I've always said for a long time that he's a good horse, and good horses, you know, find a way to win, and I'm sure that when he was driven off the pace at a genuine speed, that I've always said that he would be able to sprint. And um, and he finally, this time around, he has he has proven me right. And um, his, his two runs when he won at Ballarat and his run at Shepton from well back in the field, he ran on great. And that has proved that he's not a one-trick pony. And, and he is versatile now, and he's sort of developing into the complete race horse. Jody, how did he pull up last week uh, at Geelong, straight after the race? Yeah, look, he um, he seemed to do it very well and he's sort of a horse that they get alongside him. He likes a bit of a dog fight and he, and he really fights hard. And um, that horse, when it flashed at him down the outside, it come very quick out real wide. And I think it sort of nearly got to him before he realised had it have come alongside him, I think he, he would have, you know, he would have continued to keep going. Now, I reckon I can put a smile on your face. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, you got one already. Hang <laughs> on, you're cheating. <laughs> Let's wind the clock back. Have a listen to this. It's Sokiola, a link to Mr. DG. Sand Pebbles can't get out. Wonder flashing red. El Su deeper out. He'll be four wide on the last turn, and Hexus is pushing up in the centre. Sokiola leads on the turn. Three quarters to Mr. DG. No run for Sand Pebbles. El Su will come down the outside, but it's Sokiola kicking away. Sand Pebbles gets out from Mr. DG and El Su. Sokiola in front. Sand Pebbles trying hard, but it's back to back miracles for Sokiola. Sokiola a half length to Jody, does it seem 18 years? Years ago? No, not at all. Um, Soki always sort of, he was the pinnacle of my career winning a Miracle Mile. Um, everyone says, oh, how does it sort of relate to it? But he's, you know, it's the standout of my career. And when I won it, I sort of look and I see Brian Hancock and outstanding drivers like that, like never got the opportunity to win it. And just think how grateful and lucky I was to be in that position to drive a good horse like that and be able to win a race like the Miracle Mile. Um, the Inter Dominion, well, yes, that'd be, you know, the icing on the cake, I guess, but never did I think I would be in this situation that I am in with Acknell after winning a Miracle Mile 18 years ago. Now, what happened there with Lance Justice? He was a regular driver of uh, Sokiella, wasn't he? 
Yeah, he got suspended. And um, the story goes, Colin Croft, the owner, he was the reason why I drove it. And one day here at Melton, I was at Andy Gass, and he was an owner of Andy's, and he, we went for lunch, and he trimmed the keys. He had a brand-new two-door Mercedes sports car, and he said, you can drive down to the pub for lunch. I said, oh, Colin, I can't drive that car. God, it's too good for me. And he said, no, you drive us down there. He said, one day I'll give you a drive on a good horse. And true to his word, that was so viola. Now, you said that the icing on the cake would win, be winning the Inter-Dominion this weekend. What about how special it would be to, to combine with Act Now? This is a horse that you've had such a, a special connection with since your comeback a couple of years ago. Um, you've, ridden, you've driven him, I think, is it 32 out of his 35 starts? Obviously, won the derby and he's won a couple of group ones. Um, just how special would it be to combine with that particular horse in such a special race like the Inter-Dominion final? Yeah, absolutely. Look, he's been a great horse to me. I guess I was just in the right spot at the right time for Emran Clayton put me on him early doors. Um, Emran Clayton have been really good to me. When I got hurt, they were one of the first people that put me on Phoenix Sprints in the Cranbourne Cup, and I hadn't even been back, I don't think, three weeks or something from getting injured. And They put faith in me and put me on Phoenix Sprints, and... Um, and he won the Cranbourne Cup, and you know they've they've been good to me ever since, and I really appreciate you know their support. And, I mean, when people get hurt, you know there's a lot of doubters out there, and plenty say oh, you know should never drive again and things like that, and that's happened to me a couple of times. But um, Emma and Clayton threw me on that horse, and then from there on, I I drive a few here and there, and from that I I come to get on act now, and was lucky enough to. Win some races going through his classes, and, and then win a British Crown and a Derby. And here we are heading to the Inter-Dominion. It's sort of, it's sort of pie-in-the-sky stuff, but it's actually happening. Was there a point there, Jody, after that incident in 2018 where you were kicked by a runaway horse uh, in the float car park at Melton where you thought you wouldn't actually get back to driving again? Yeah, it's funny you say that. I was asked this question yesterday in an interview by Adam Hamilton and... Um, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, at one stage, I was in so much pain. I, I've had a lot of breaks and a lot of falls and head injuries and stuff through through driving. And uh, the, the, I had three fractures in my back and a split kidney. And I can tell you, the kidney pain was just something else that I've never had before. And I said to my mum, I don't know what it's like to have a baby. You reckon it's, you know, the pain's amazing. I said, but Jesus, this can't be any worse. <laughs> and I just didn't know. I had no strength. I couldn't walk. I was. I started off like in a wheelchair and on a walker, and that's the only way I could get around. And how the hell am I ever going to get back to holding a 500-kilo horse? You know, I, I can't walk for five metres. And um, my friend Nikki Burke, she trains gallopers, and she was the first one that sort of got me out of bed and, and tried to help me walk, and then she sort of got me on a walker, and I reckon my stables from the house, I think it was probably a month in or something, and I reckon the stables from the house was probably lucky to be 30 metres, and it took me 15 minutes to get there, you know, and how many stops, but she eventually got me there and then pushed me back, but... It's amazing your body, how it does heal. And at the time, you just think, He's, I'm never going to get back. And when I was in such pain, I said to my mum, I don't think I'll ever drive again. You know, this is just not worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you forget about it all and you get on the horse and off you go. And I, I've always said that, um, you know, the day I get on and I think, oh, shit, I shouldn't be out here. will be the day I retire if that ever happens. But um, I've been a little bit careful this week. I've, um, I'm at the trials now and... Dylan Edges and Green staying with me from Kirkby Seesaw. So I said, you jump on this one, Dill. I don't need to be driving at the trials. And I got a couple in on Thursday. So I said, you can have a drive. And <laughs> I'll just wait till Saturday night. <laughs> hey, Jody, was Phoenix Prince one of the horses that helped you get back into the into the game again after that accident? Well, he was the first good 
you know, a group race that I did win on. Um, I think I drove my Kiwi mate and I only drove him straight away in the Sociola Sprint because it was the Sociola Sprint. I think he ran maybe about fifth or something We first drive back and then Phoenix Sprint pretty much was sort of straight after that. I'd only had a couple of drives, I think, and, and won a Cranbourne Cup. And, I mean, you know, that was fortunate enough the fourth Cranbourne Cup I've been able to win. So, it was, it, you know, he's been a special horse to me too. Now... I know winning races is great, but I reckon something else you would have as pride a place is a Vin Knight medal. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Hey? Yeah, you're right. He's a legend. Um, yeah, absolutely. And he, um, yeah, that's something very special. And unfortunately, I don't know why they don't still have it. But i um, very grateful to be able to win a Miracle Mile and a Vin Knight medal for sure. It's, for people who are probably unsure what it is, it's almost like the, the Brownlow of harness racing to a degree, isn't it? Yeah, it is, absolutely, 100%. Yep, yep. Um, it was sort of a horsemanship thing and what you've done in the industry over time and stuff, and I think now they've sort of changed it to the Gordon Rothica medal and Gordon was a legend in his own right. So um, that's something I haven't won yet. Maybe maybe I might one day, maybe I might not. <laughs> hey, you beat a couple of handy blokes when you did, Chris Alford and Gavin Lang. Yeah, you're right. Gav was, you know, he was a special friend to me and he sort of took me under, me, under his wing later in life and, I got to spend a lot of quality time with Gavin going out and things like that, so I was very fortunate, but geez, I miss him. Speaking of, of beating the blokes, it's this pacing series has been dominated by females, hasn't it? Obviously, Emma Stewart's domination is is one story, but Belinda McCarthy, yourself and others, um, it, it's quite incredible to think how many females are, are being are playing such a prominent role in this Inter-Dominion series. Yeah, absolutely, and I remember sort of when I started off, the girls used to get in a shed. I went to Perth for them before at a young age. <laughs> they didn't even have lady drivers over there. I reckon there was about two when we got dressed in this tin shed. And to see where it's come from, and obviously Keza, she's um, she's been a trailblazer by doing what she did with Night Pistol, and it's just grown. And now we go into the driver's room, and um, it's full. You know, I had to move a bag the other day to Geelong to, to get a park. So um, it's amazing, and we've got a lot of good good girl drivers and, and you know there's some there's some juniors coming through that'll hopefully take over from when we finish. We're chatting with Jodie Quinlan as driving act now in the Inter-Dominion Grand Final on Saturday night. Jodie, I reckon all the girls to be wrapped for Brittany Graham getting Majestic Harry through into the Square Gators Grand Final. Yeah, absolutely and, and Brit's another one in, you know that's just so great for our sport. I mean the job she does on Sky Channel is amazing and she's very passionate about her job and to see her qualify the horse the other night and she was in tears, you know, and someone that's on the TV and that all the time. It just shows you how special these sort of races are to us. You know, we've been in it all our life and, and here's Britt, you know, she's qualified and, and it's going to be an amazing time for her just to make the final. I mean, that, it's the same for me. Like, you know, I've only ever made one other grand final before and that was on a good trotter I drove. I didn't do it and he unfortunately galloped in the final. But, you know, it's... This is what we get out of bed for to drive in these races and win, lose or draw. It's a privilege to just be part of them. Jody, I was just thinking if they gave out a ring for every Cranbourne Cup you won, you know what they do in, the, in, in America, you'd have a set of knuckle dusters almost, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, that'd be all right, eh? <laughs> How many is it, four? Yeah, four, I think, yep. Goodness me, it's, uh, you just have a ball down there. And I think you mentioned Nicky Burke. Now, Nicky and Mick Kent, train, the trainers, gave you a horse to train at one stage, didn't they? Yeah, geez, you're onto it. Yeah, they did. They had an old um, an old pony, and um, I was there, down there one day, and they threw me on it. So, geez, Nick, I haven't driven a horse, ridden a horse for probably 15 years. Mick said, oh, you'll be right, get on it. 
And I said, what is this horse anyway? And, and he said, oh, I don't know, Lee Everson had it, Brent Lilly had it, and they all back and said he'll never win a race and that. He said, do you want to take it and try it? And I said, oh, God, I've got nothing goes now. Anyway, I looked this brand up, and it was a brother to Jazam, a really good mare that I drove. And um, I think he was by even better delight or something. He was outstandingly bred. And in the end, I said, yeah, right. I said, he's pretty fit, I'll take him. And um, he won two races, and it was just a buzz. Like, he's gone from a, a pony that led the gallopers and done it for years, and then I put him into work. And when we first got him, oh, he was a handful. When I put him in the cart, he hung, and he knocked over sulkies and wheelbarrows. He was a bugger. <laughs> um, but he, he sort of had, he didn't have a will to sort of win, I think, because he led the gallopers all the time. And, you know, he, he was just a guinea pig for them. I think it sort of dented his confidence a bit, and he never had a real will to win but he he did a great job from from what he was and i think he had a bit of age on him by the time i put him in the card and um and he come out and won two races and those guys got a massive thrill like he won one year at Tabsport park and they were just wrapped and i think there's a photo it's the track in one of the offices hanging up of him actually it's amazing i grew up on a farm in queensland jody and my dad used to buy and sell horses and we'd send them to country properties and so forth and before they used motorbikes for boundary riding the fences guy rang up and he said i need a good horse for the boundary riders and Dad sent him out a retired pacer. The place, what are you doing? He said, "Listen, he'll just amble along, get over the ground quicker than a normal, you know, normal horse." The bloke rang up and said, "Can you get some more?" They loved them because they'd hop on and they just half pace, they'd cruise over the ground and keep going all day. Wonderful. Yeah, exactly. And that's what Mick said. He said, "You know, like that's one of the first places he's had." He said, "They're so versatile and they're tough. You know, they're a lot tougher than the gallopers." And they can do just do trip after trip with the gallopers, and he said they're just so dour, you know, they're strong and they're, they're really good for it. But there was a story on that horse actually in um, horse fields how he, he'd actually gone the opposite way. Normally we go from a racehorse to a to a pony, but he actually went from a lead pony to a racehorse. So <laughs> it, it was something that I did that was, you know, give you a kick, you know, to do something different like that in life. Well, that can go on your CV alongside being inducted into the Bore Bore Shire Sporting Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was back when I was flying. I suppose I was a fair bit younger then, but yeah, it's something you know. It's a, I guess it's a feather in my cap. What is the Pearl Kelly Award? The Pearl Kelly Award is, um, I guess, it's a bit like the Gordon Rossiter and the Vin Knight, but for female. Mm-hmm. Um, Pearl Kelly was a, a trailblazer many, many years ago. I think she first ever drove when, against the men when you weren't allowed to. She was in Gymkhana's and things like that. So that was an induction award for, you know, the brilliance and experience, horsemanship, that sort of thing in the industry. Now, you would have driven against some of the greats, and I, I think of any night, and it reminded me of a, a Labrador with a gold tooth. He had more front than Myers, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I sort of was only a kid, um, unfortunately, but I used to see Vinny at, at Mooney Valley when I used to go with my Uncle Carrie and stuff, and he was always stable to cross, but he, he just had an air about him, and he didn't cop people shit. He was good for the industry. <laughs> That's exactly it. Who's the toughest driver you've driven against, do you reckon? I think the most hardy driver would be Chris Alford or Brian Gaff. Um, I mean, you've got to take your hat off to Chris. Like, he's done it for years, and it doesn't matter if you're in a maiden now at, at Warrigal. Um, he'll be outside your roar and like it's, like it's an Inter Dominion. You know, he's still hungry, and I take my hat off to him because I don't have that hunger. And, <laughs> He's done it a lot longer than me, but he's a hard driver. And Vegas, you know, he's probably getting along a bit now in age, but he's still, you know, he's still shrewd and, and you know, he, he's been one of the best. Jody, you touched on the fact that you haven't had a great deal of drives on into Dominion final night. Um, you've got the drive with Act now on Saturday night. He's the $2.60 
Second favourite at the moment, Honolulu Bay has been backed into $2.50. So he's a very short price chance on, on Saturday night. Do you get nervous over the next few days ahead of what could be one of the biggest nights of your career? No, not really. I sort of don't think about it like that. You just sort of go out, you sort of get a few butterflies milling around at the start. I guess you just want to get that sort of when you get a little bit edgy. Um, you just sort of want to, when you listen to the National Anthem and things like that. <laughs> so I remember I was like that with the Miracle Mile. But once you score up, that's all forgotten and you, you're there to do a job and do it to the best of your ability. What about on the day? Do you fire yourself up, watch a few old Inter Dominion finals, get on the pasta, do all the stuff, ready to go? <laughs> no, look, I, I'll just I'll go through every every heat, obviously, and do all the form out of it and the gate speed and stuff like that. But just on the day, you just you know you get up and you work your horses. By the time you do that and make the feeds and do everything else, it's time to go to the races. So there's not a lot of time to think about it. Do you, do you think Honolulu Bay is the the one is the well he's going to be the most difficult to beat out of the entire field? I think so. I think because Dave's got options there to drive him. I mean, he'll either go forward early or he'll just sit off the speed and that. And I mean, he's won all three of his Inter-Dominion heats and he's been great. He sort of can't go past him. So, um, and he's, he's more seasoned, I guess, than what Ash now is. But um, he's, he's definitely sort of one of the ones to beat. But if there's a lot of speed on early, it brings a lot of the others into the race also. Well, Jody, we wish you all the best. It'll be a fantastic uh, thing to add to your CV. A miracle mile, 18 years ago, to come out and knock them off in the end of Dominion. Gee whiz, it'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? It'd be a fairy tale, yep. I reckon you... Well, you smile anyway. I reckon you'd have to stop grinning to get through the gate coming back. <laughs> I hope you're right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Thank you very much.